0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday. It's March 23rd. Yesterday, we kind of got, well, we got the expected quarter point jump, and we'll talk about that and how it affected things um, when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, please, 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 let's not forget that in the world we live, there are so many things out there that we just cannot control. But you can control the amount of risk you have in your portfolio. You need to know what that risk is and how much it should be. Maybe you've got too much. Maybe you don't have enough. It could be either of those situations. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to make sure you're in the right place for the retirement you always dreamed of. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next.
1: Well, good morning from 105.7 Light FM. It is 8.41 now, and we always check in on your money and see what's going on this Sabbath morning, or some mornings I'd rather not tell you about it, and this might be one of them, so... I'm going to lay the load on Philip Statler Statler Financial Services and see if he has any sunshine this morning. Actually, I think he does because there's some really good timing on a trade yesterday. Philip, good morning. How are you?
0: <laughs> All right, man. Hey, doing well today. It's uh, hard to believe that we're uh, about to finish up the whole third week or final full week of March, actually. And the quarter's coming to an end real quick next week.
1: Absolutely. And boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, were the last uh, hour or so of the trading yesterday a Barrel of Monkeys. You were telling me that uh, you made some client adjustments in your portfolios uh, yesterday, shortly after Paulson announced the interest rate increase and things were looking pretty good for a little while in there, weren't they?
0: They were, man. Everything was going. I mean, I I figured everybody liked what Paulson had to say and it was as expected and kind of came in and said that, you know, we're going to start you know, maybe, maybe this could be, I won't say the last increase, but, but they will slow down now Basically, is what he kind of said. And, uh, and so I was really content. I had a client that wanted to make some changes and we went in at about three o'clock and made some adjustments in the portfolios. And, um, I got home last night and looked and the market and market was up at three, right? I went home. Yep and looked at the clothes and it dials down 500 points. I thought, what in the world happened? <laughs> Man, I'm was looking at strength. my news feed. Yeah, I'm looking through my news feed and I said, gum, Janet yelling! if she just kept her mouth shut, we'd end up okay yesterday. Yeah,
1: uh, that was pretty That's it. The long and the short of the story for everybody that's just following the Reader's Digest version is the Federal Reserve bumped interest rates up by a quarter of a point yesterday, which wasn't a big surprise. And I checked it like you did a little after two, and I said, Oh, okay, everything's just jittery up and down a couple of points, and everybody's not all that unhappy about it. Paulson's press conference, the good news that he said is we're pretty well done with the interest rate spikes. And then he said we probably won't reduce any, which wasn't great news, but at the very least, he didn't say we're to hit you again with another two by four. And then he said, yeah, the bank problems are kind of helping us with the monetary tightening by a little bit, to which nobody reacted all that terribly badly. And then Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen about an hour later said, oh, yeah, with all these bank problems and whatnot, we aren't going to uh, blanket consider covering all of the deposits like we did for a uh, for Silicon Valley banks. So don't think that we're going to insure all those deposits. If your bank goes toes up, you're out of luck. And but at that point the Dow ended up falling by 530 points the S&P the S&P was yeah, the s <laughs> and it went down by 66 and Nasdaq fell by 190 points and all of it inside of about 45 minutes thank you so very much Janet Yellen we love you should we send her a Valentine's Day card or something oh,
0: I'm telling you damn it you know it's one of those cases if, if she hadn't said a word We'd have had a nice I think we would have ended up in a nice, nice situation. With three we would have had three up days in a row, Dave, if she hadn't opened her mouth.
1: Absolutely. Worst-case scenario would have been flat looking at the curve after Paulson spoke. It would have been within a range of reason. And then Yellen basically, after Paulson says the banks are doing a little bit of our monetary tightening for us because it's a heck of a lot harder to get a loan right now given the uh, capital requirements and uh, and the periodic challenges to the regional banks, he said, okay, that's fine. And everybody said, oh, yeah, we get that. Then Yellen says, by the way, if your bank really screws up, we're not going to do diddly poop for you. (laughs) Uh, You know, I've said it. it, You know, I don't trust people in Washington to do the right thing, because if you got a choice between the right thing and the wrong thing, you can almost count on them doing the wrong thing at every given turn. Right.
0: (laughs) It sure seems to be that way, Dave. It sure does. Hey, but going along with what you said about banking, talking about the banking. I was mm-hmm. uh, reading this article that was, uh, I, the, the headline kind of caught my attention. Get woke, go broke. Um, uh, the, um, talking about Amazon and mm-hmm. how, um, you know, their hiring practices have been somewhat uh, less desirable because it was all the, 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 the woke mentality. But, mm-hmm. you know, they have a subdivision within their company called Twitch, which is a video streaming service a lot of gamers use. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're laying off 36% of their employees out of 1100 there. That's that division's laying off like 400 employees uh, along with another 8,600 that uh, Amazon's laying off. And it kind of goes all back to that ESG we talked about yesterday and the bank's tightening up and the bank's tightening up lending. So now, Cash flow is more important than political belief.
1: It it's funny how when the rubber meets the road, all of a sudden one's idealism does tend to get compromised just a tiny bit, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that ends up going
1: absolutely. Speaking of layoffs, it is Thursday, and that means we get the initial unemployment claims out of the federal government. And uh, one thing is for sure, after all the hiccups we had yesterday on Wall Street, the employment picture is looking pretty darn good. Lowest, uh, the, fr- the biggest, the uh, lowest number we've had in, I think, about three weeks, uh, the first-time claims put in for unemployment, down another 1,000 last week, down to 191,000, which is about 60,000 first-time claims, lower than you'd expect of a fully functioning economy. In other words, it's still hot. Continuing claims up just a tinge by 14,000, that's all. So we only have 1.69 million people in the country, according to the federal government anyway, uh, earnestly looking for work and uh, continuing to look and trying to find jobs. So the employment market is not a problem. The Fed can point to it and say, well, We may have screwed up a lot of stuff, but we haven't messed up the job market yet.
0: Yeah, and that's still exceptionally low. Uh, And, uh, you know, they they want that number higher. And given our circumstances, I don't know this is really going to get much higher because, you know, you get laid off and there's, there's places to go to work right now still.
1: Now, it may not be the job that you necessarily want, but finding another job is not all that hard these days. And there's absolutely no indication, unless you work for Amazon's gaming service, that uh, you're going to have a major problem right now because we can't find enough employees to fill the positions we've got open. And I, I still look at it, and it, it really sounds like every time we've got a big layoff story that happens, seems nine times out of ten it's happening over on the left coast, Seattle, Portland, or California.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm, I'm looking, you know, that, that's, that, that does seem to be the, the case and tech still is doing a heavy layoff situation because they're, they're uh, you know, that, that capital kind of drying up in some of those startups. And so, um, like I said earlier, cash flow is more important than politics right now. And so, man, mm-hmm. if you're not producing some income, then it's hard to get investors and banks to loan or or invest.
1: And in reality, looking at it from a big-picture standpoint, I hate to see anybody lose jobs, don't get me wrong, but in reality, when it gets to this rubber meeting the road as far as cash flows starting to count, it's going to force investors to look at the adventurous growth stocks, the tech stocks especially, just like they do other companies. Suddenly, Amazon, Yahoo, or not Yahoo, they're not, they're not an individual company anymore, Google, uh, and all the rest of the big fang stocks—they're suddenly going to get evaluated the same way we look at General Motors or Ford. And on balance, I'd consider that a, that that's a healthy thing. On balance,
0: it is. You're right, because that's because the easy money is dried up. And so, uh, a matter of fact, talking about drying up easy money, I'm looking at the interest rates right now, and uh, man, have we seen a lot of flight to safety? The yields have really fallen. They're they're down over a half a percent from where they were yesterday.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing any positive moves in the bond on the bond yields at the moment. That's for doggone sure. Um, oh yeah, another tidbit out there. Speaking about interest rates this morning, early on, the Bank of England decided to follow our lead. They bumped their interest rates up by another quarter of a percent as well. So there's no flight to safety, or at least a flight to cheap credit to go across the pond because the European countries are doing about the same thing our Fed did, which uh, at the very least keeps things domestic on our side.
0: Yeah, and I think I saw a headline. I didn't get a chance to read, but I think I saw the ECB, the European bank, raised interest rates at a half a percent, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Ooh, I didn't see that. that. That would be precipitous. I wonder what's going to happen to the European stocks after that happens. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm seeing. I'm seeing down. <laughs> Evidently, they did. <laughs> uh, talking about the tail end of earnings season, uh, it, uh, the the one that I asked you about yesterday came out after the market closed. My my favorite mail order pet store. How did Chewy do last quarter?
0: So Chewy, um, they they're falling right now because uh, even though they beat estimates on both the top and bottom line for the last quarter, um, they, they came in a, a, a penny a share. Uh, which was better than expected revenue was better than expected so um you know they were expected to actually lose 11 cents a share Dave and they made a penny hmm. so so that was good news for them they What's did they're uh, well, I don't know man but other than they you know their guidance right uh they are um looking at kind of their their margins and some of that are getting squeezed um and so that's putting some pressure on them they're down about four and a half percent this morning and And that's after being down five and a third yesterday. I
1: wonder how long they're going to be able to keep their free shipping deal. I spend 50 bucks on cat food and they send me a great big box full of cat food and uh, it comes FedEx and the service is amazing and it's free shipping. I mean, eventually they're going to have to go the way of Amazon and add some modifications to their shipping policy because that's got to be screwing up their margins.
0: Uh, uh, You're right, because shipping has gotten outrageous for sure. Um, hey, the other one I have for you is Carvana. And, and I don't think they reported. I think they just came out with some guidance. Um, you know, we talked about them uh, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, being kind of maybe even on their deathbed. But, but Carvana came out and gave some um, better than expected guidance for the first quarter of this year. Um, and, and so that was some good news for them. They're also allowing their bondholders to, um, uh, to make some changes um, at, a, at a premium exchange to some new bonds, which uh, seems to be a positive thing as well. And uh, mm-hmm. they're trading up almost 5% this morning, and they closed up yesterday 6.3%. So in two days, that's over a 10% increase.
1: Paraphrasing Mark Twain, rumors of the device were, or their demise were widely exaggerated. Um,
0: <laughs> I guess so. Evidently. Um, Yeah, I don't know if you saw this. I I think this is interesting. We'll see how this really plays out later. But Ford announced that they're changing the way that they will now uh, give out financial information and and how they are tracking stuff. So it used to be kind of as a whole. Now they're going to subdivide the electronic vehicles from the old blue line, from their um, uh, other non-auto things. And so we're going to see profit centers and be able to see how much they're losing in the EV section, and how much the the old fashioned, you know, gas automobile is having to carry that load right now.
1: That's probably going to be a trendsetter in the other manu- the other manufacturers as well, because they're. I mean, okay, we're. I bet somewhere that Florida is like the third largest electric vehicle market in the world, which I really do not understand because we're not as well wired up with the uh, charging stations as many places. But even that said, uh, I, I, I don't see as many EV vehicles on the street around this neck of the woods as the propaganda would, into a, it would imply they're there. I mean, I'm not making a statement pro or con one way or the other, but it, seeing them broken out, I think it's going to be interesting. And I'll bet you the other manufacturers follow suit on that.
0: Yeah, I would think they would, too. I mean, I think that if one company starts doing that, then uh, other companies will follow suit because uh, the analysts are going to want to know those numbers. They're
1: Absolutely. Good at, so. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Resetting the table for the morning, we're looking at what in the last 45 minutes of trading was an absolute bloodbath yesterday. Otherwise, it wasn't a bad day. Uh, Dow was off big time. The S&P was off big time. Everybody was more than 1.6% down. Thank you, Janet. 45 minutes before we go this morning, how are we looking so far? I'm seeing some green in my delayed quotes.
0: We are seeing some green and and some, some quotes there. Uh, We've got the Dow up almost two-tenths of a percent, the S&P 500 up about a half a percent, and the NASDAQ 100 up almost one percent, as well as a good day yesterday, at least starting off for small caps, and they're up about nine-tenths this morning as well. On the other side, we've got silver making a, oh man, Dave, it's getting almost to $23 an ounce, the highest I can remember seeing it in quite some time. Um, up 8 tenths of a percent right now is at 22.97 an ounce. Uh gold making a tr- making a run towards uh 2000 is at $1971 right now up 1.1% and uh crude oil up from where it was yesterday but down from the close uh at $70.50 a barrel right now.
1: Well poop i kind of like to keep it a little under 70 if I have my druthers. Overseas markets, Japan, China, Hong Kong, the Asian rim, generally, believe it or not, up for the most part overnight at 6 a.m. when they close. Europe, it might very well be that European central bank interest rate decision because the European indexes are all off between a quarter and three quarters of a percent midway through their day. If yesterday was the surprise to you, well, surprise it was to us as well as to what happened in the last hour or so. That means retirement planning can be real dicey these days if you're too heavy into equities. How do I find you to try to make sure my retirement plan goes as planned, Philip?
0: You know, you give us a call, 863 382 0037. You know, there's a lot of things out there, Dave, that we, we just can't control, but they can control, folks can control how much risk they have in their portfolio, but they need to know what that is. And then give us, uh, Uh, Listen this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highland's News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. And
1: after all the uh, traders visit their psychiatrists today and calm down, we'll be back tomorrow morning to tell you some hopefully good news as to what happened today on Light. Fair enough?
0: Fair enough, buddy. Have a great day.
1: Thank you much. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler.
0: Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope uh, your day goes well. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place, where we'll keep you updated on what's happening in the marketplace.